happened to Mike Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. Look at the enthusiasm I come at you with. Uh, I get terrible news for all of you, every single one of you out there listening, and this is going to be something you need to concern yourselves with for the rest of your goddamn lives, because we've all made a decision together. You know what? We could have we could have done things differently, but in the heat of the moment, in the heat of passion, we decided to go with our gut, and, uh, and now it's come to this. And so now we're having this conversation, something I didn't think we were going to have to ever talk about, something that's happened before in my life, and I said it would never happen again, and yet, and yet... And yet, it's happening again. So it's time for you and I to sit down across from one another and look each other in the eyes. And I have to tell you this. um, There's no easy way to say it. I'm late. Uh, Not sure how how long, you know, because you never really can tell. I mean, it's... It could be it could be five days late because the show usually came out on a Thursday, but but it's coming out on Saturday, so it's it could be three days late. Uh, but what does it matter? I'm late, and and that has serious repercussions for us going forward because uh, I, I mean I you know I'm not going to go through this alone. I'm telling you that right now. I'm not going to be able to sit here and go through this by myself. You're in this with me. Uh, we made this decision. Uh, certainly, again, like I said, in the heat of passion, but. Uh, but we both knew that there would be consequences and I, and we gambled and we lost. And so now here we are and, and I'm late and I, I can only hope that you can take my hand as I reach it here across the table to you and, and, and we can go through this together side by side, hand in hand, we can face whatever the future is going to bring us. Because again, as I've mentioned, this was a decision we both made. We both wanted it. And, uh, and here we are. We didn't think this would happen. I mean, we both kind of thought we lived charmed lives. We never thought we'd, we'd have to. Again, I've gone through this before, but I never I never thought I'd be on this side of it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm late and, and I hope that you'll support me going forward in whatever I decide to do. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Look at that one act play I just did for you, right? Look at that off the top, my old uh, noggin, my old skull, my old brain. Oh, I have a brain, by the way. Did you know I have a brain? And did you know it's not kind to me sometimes? It isn't. Certainly not in these uh, pandemic times, not with the germ swirling outside like a funnel fucking cloud destroying Lamont, Illinois in 1976. It's out there. It's waiting to pounce. We all know this. And, uh, and I was fine. I mean, I was, look, I'm mitigating the damage. I'm certainly thinking everything's going to be fine. And then for some reason I get fucking kneecapped and I, and I don't know why I don't know what's happening. I don't know why it's doing. I mean, I do, I have ideas. Certainly I could tear it apart. I could peel this onion for you right now, but that's the problem. That's another issue right here. I'll, I'll tell you this. And look, you might be bored fucking stupid of this. All right. And I hope that's not the case, but, uh, but brace yourselves. Here's the thing. Um, I'm late, certainly, and and the show should be out sooner than this. I just, I, I, you know, I went to do it. I even, I even in my brain last week, I'm like, all right, you know, I can do a show on fucking uh, Wednesday night. I can do it. And then Wednesday comes along, I'm like, well, you know, it came out on Saturday, so you can do it on Thursday. That's okay. That sort of gets you back in line. And then oh, Friday, and then and it's just, and then I think to do it, and I try to do it, and I want to do it, and I just don't, and and uh, I give myself permission to not. And it's, it's, uh, wrong. And you're out there. You're, you're look, this is my job. You're counting on me via Patreon and, and the kindnesses you've shown. And so 
Uh, I'm not happy or proud when I struggle to bring you something that, uh, and you might hate it. I don't, I don't fucking know. What if I do this? Sit down and because that's another thing. I, I'm, I've explained this to you many times and I'm going to, I'm going to say it again. Like I, I can very easily convince myself that nobody wants to hear this and I don't know why that happens, but it does. And then I fight it and there's a spiral and it just got, uh, it got, it got worse this weekend it, because here's why I'll tell you this. Uh, this weekend I, I was like, all right, you know what, man? I don't want to fucking, uh, I don't want to talk about the news. All right. I, I don't want to talk about the world at large. I don't want to talk about fuck neck. I don't want to talk about, uh, I don't want to say the M word. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, I don't. And because, um, and I'll share with you why just for this, just for this week alone, this is, please know that these are statements and rules that apply to this week alone going forward things could change things could change in an hour i don't fucking know but uh but i i just i i'm i find myself like you guys probably i assume uh don't aren't you just fucking sick of it all aren't you just battle scarred and fatigued and exhausted by all of it and I had recognized my privilege in being a white dude who can be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm bored of all this, this uh, cause for justice. And you know, I, I, I recognize the stupidity in that statement. And I know there are people who don't get to take a day off or a week off from caring about uh, equality and whatever the fuck else. And I, and, and, and fighting the M the mask, I'm going to say it fucking the mask fight. I, I just don't, I don't, but I just, this week, this week in, it could change next week. But I just thought to myself, I, I don't, I don't want to do it this week because, um, and he, and again, I, this is, these are these feeling topics I've discussed. Uh, I, I don't have any hope. What I used to have was rage and I still have rage. It's buried. It's in there somewhere, but I feel like I've, I've, uh, figuratively shot my wad on this for the past fucking three months and nothing has fucking changed. I mean, literally like March, April, May, June, July, five months, five months fueled by rage, talking about fuck neck, talking about masks and the idiots and this and that and the other fucking thing and blah, blah, blah. And, and every other goddamn. And then, and then, and then here we are. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm shouting into the grand Canyon and the words are still just suspended in air and drifting down to the ground. Like, like dropping a fucking Twinkie wrapper off the goddamn Sears tower. It floats and you don't know where it's going to go. It's, it's, it's the fucking the feather in Forrest Gump. I don't know who it's going to fucking land on, but is it going to land? Who knows? It's just, it's just shouting thoughts into nowhere. And, and, and so then I talked to myself and I'm like, well then, but, but there are people who are like, nah, dude, you got to fucking go. You got to, we love hearing it. We want to do it. And that's true. But I know that there are people out there who also don't want to hear it. And I get it. I'm, I'm, and I can't be, I can't serve all masters. All right. I, I recognize that too. I need to be me. And I need to talk about what concerns me or what I think about. And, but, but here's what concerns me. What concerns me is this show is getting away from <laughs> what it's supposed to be, which is a fucking comedy show. And I'm funny. Look, I'm broke neck fucking funny. Every goddamn guy, uh, 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 fucking week, whether I'm talking about masks and whatever the fuck I try to be as gut punch funny as I possibly can, which is, you know, that's the job. That's, that's what you bring into the fucking table. Um, but, but I didn't, I don't think this week, again, this is going to all change, but this week it's not funny anymore. It's not, I, I would love to, like I said, I want to look at it and just fucking laugh. Cause I mean, I, I, 
I can laugh while the world burns. You know, I can, I can fiddle like Nero while all this fucking shit goes up in fucking flames and you look out there and you're just like, yeah, I mean, cause it's, cause you realize you're like, it's not going to fucking change this morning. They're canceling college football. And then fuck next sends out a tweet. He's like, play college football. And it's like, dude, people are fucking dying. What is on your, what? And I, and so there is rage there. Like I, I could, but I don't want, I don't want to, I don't, I don't this week. I, I just can't. I mean, I can, I just, I, in my mind, I don't, I, I can't imagine you guys going, all right, let's roll up our sleeves and hear Mike be mad about masks again. You know what I mean? It just sounds, it just sounds fucking ridiculous. It's one of those deals where like, if you're with a bunch of people, maybe it's different. You know what I mean? You ping pong around, but it's just me, man. You got me in the cone of silence here. And that's, it's just me fucking barking at you. And, uh, and you can, you can go to the well too often. And do I think I'm still entertaining and, and good when I do talk about those things? Yes. And will I be in the future? Of course. Am I right now? <laughs> oh, questionable. But I'll say I'll opt on the side of yes. And uh, and I'm and I'm happy to br- to bring you th- whatever. Because that's another thing. It's like this thing where I just go, well, fuck. I should do this, and then I go, ah, I don't do that. And then I, well, if I don't want to talk about because right, because here's the deal. I don't want to talk about masks and and the fuckhead. I don't want to talk about any of that bullshit, right? So then I'm like, you know what? All right, that's fine. What else we got on the whole agenda? Now I could open up a microphone and just talk in fucking circles. Case in point, this fucking show so far. So I can just go ahead and be like, hey, what the fuck? Can you believe Dino rode in the car with the Flintstones? What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, that's fine. I can do that. That's fun. But also then in my mind, I'm like, does that that have the gravitas of previous shows? Oh, my God. Don't live in my head. Don't ever try to move into my skull. It is so packed full of fucking nonsense and bullshit that I yell at myself about. I yell at myself. And, and, And I wonder why it turns into this, why it becomes this fucking moment or these moments. I don't know. I just... I'm a, you know, it's funny. There's one of the most responded to things I ever said on fucking never not funny. It actually made it into the open was part of was telling some fucking story. And I go, oh man, you are a haunted house. And, uh, and people are like, well, dude, that's awesome. And, and I'm starting to wonder if maybe the funny part of it wasn't the fact that I'm just as haunted a fucking house as Pardo, but, but I, I, I blithely commented it about him. You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, well, hello. Who's this? Wait, let me grab. I got a phone call. Hello. Oh, hi, Pot. How are you? What? I'm not black. Click. Uh, That would presuppose that I'm a kettle. I don't know why the pot thought I was as he calls me on the phone in the middle of a show. What are you doing, Pot? Uh, So so I just it is just a weird and look, it's a weird time for all of us. You're doing the same thing, man. You're in your house and you're just going, I don't know what I should do today. Should I fucking eat a pear or kill a small bird? Like I, I just, I got nothing going on. Hey, I could go to work and hope nobody sneezes in my fucking face. Wouldn't that be great? That's what I'll do. I'll stand behind a plexiglass shield all day. Like Batman walking into a shootout. That's what I want to fucking do is just have that gripped in front of me and fucking people sneezing or yelling or being angry at me for whatever the fuck in a bank or a grocery store or whatever essential people are these days. And I know that. And I, and so I don't pretend to come to you with like, boo-hoo, it's so hard. Yeah, it's hard for everybody. I get that. Cause that's, so that's why I don't want to do a show where I'm like, fuck man, my brain is, uh, is, is fucking chocolate pudding at this point. Like, I mean, it's, it's just a mess this weekend. And then you guys are like, oh yeah, well, let me tell you this. Try raising a kid during a pandemic, you weak fuck. 
And I'm like, yes, I understand. But don't you understand? My brain is, uh, is, is tapioca pudding. Oh, certainly it is. Well, what if you were an essential worker and had to go and give change to somebody while they sneezed on your forearm, you fucking fuck? Yes, I understand that. But have I mentioned my my skull is full of soup this weekend and sitting down and talking into a microphone that was daunting. Oh, was it? Was it daunting for you to sit at a desk and talk and talk and talk that fucking thing you always do anyway? Well, uh, let me talk about daunting, motherfucker. How about hanging drywall in Hitler's house during a pandemic? You fucking weak motherfucker. Yes, I get it. I know. I understand it. I empathize. You're all, you're all, because then, because then that's what my brain tells me. Everybody has it worse than you, man. Why the fuck do you get to complain? Hey, man, everybody's got it shittier than you do. Why the fuck do you get to, and also they tune to you for relief. You're, you're, you're the jester. What if fucking, what if the, the emperor was like, bring the jester out. And the jester came out and he went, man, this government sucks. And they'd be like, whoa, dude, where's the pie in the face? And he's like, I'd love to. But have you seen the draconian tax measures imported to us by the fucking senators? And they'd be like, kill this fucking jester and get a new one for fuck's sake. Because this jester won't shut the fuck up about stuff we already know. We need a left-hand turn out of that jester. Somebody get a jester who knows about a left-hand turn. Jesus. But also, I'm just a dude, man. That's another thing is I'm like, well, I, you know... I try to hold myself to some fucking weird ass superhero uh, uh, standard where I'm I'm going to be here and be like, ah, I'll tell you, I'll take your mind off the ruination of the world. Here I am once a week. Tune in for me. I'm your guide through the end of the world. What the fuck is that? I'm not that dude. I want to be. I'll try to be as funny as because, because again, like I said, I vacillate. I'm, I'm the wrong dude to have in your corner right now because I vacillate between going, you know what? This probably is going to seem like a weird idea. What if we killed everybody? Any Anybody? Show of hands? It's strange for me to advance this to you. I understand that. Well, we're a peaceable people. And, uh, and normally, I'm sitting on my fat ass eating mortadella. But right now, I have another plan. Here's an idea I had. I just hatched it in my brain. Look, I've been tossing it around for a while. It's been swimming around in the skull soup for quite a bit. But, uh, but now I verbalize it to all of you. What if, and, and I know it's going to sound strange, but hear me out. What if we absolutely fucking murdered everybody? What do you think? Would that be, is that something? Show of hands? Anyone? Just me on this? <laughs> I'm that dude. Or on the other dude, on this guy who's like, all right, here's what I say. Let's all sit down and laugh at every dumb thing that happens. Oh, look, the world's being swallowed by conspiracy people. Who gives a fuck? It's, it's about time the letter Q got some run. Uh, that Not in a Bond film. Uh, or, or, oh, what, what do you mean? The guy who's running the country is a fucking a death narcissist? All right, that's fucking cool. That's fine. Let's laugh, because that's the thing I want to do. I want to be, I want to back of the classroom this entire fucking country. I, and just throw spit wads at the fucking idiot in the front. That's it. I'm going to hide in the back. And, I, and I'd love to have you guys with me. Let's have some fucking ridiculous cult where we just point and laugh. Let's Nelson Muntz the shit out of this fucking place. Just hide in the back of the fucking room, and all you fucking girdly swats can do our assignments, and we'll all graduate with C's, and then we'll die as the fucking water in the ocean boils from the sun getting too close and nobody caring. 
that's the thing is I want to be, and again, it's, it's part of my black and white nature. It's part of my, my yin and my yang in, in that I want to help everything and fix it all. Or I want to be the one who lights the fuse that blows it all the fuck up and just go, ha ha, this is awesome. And also, by the way, please don't think I have any sort of inflated self-importance where I think that I have any say in any of this. I can't light a fuse at all. I'm not Mookie and I got no trash can. I'm not going to fucking do anything. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit in my apartment and be fat. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stare at this fat world with a fat eye through my fat window and just get fatter and go, oh man, you know what? Maybe I should go out and tackle what's happening out there. Nope. Absolutely not. What if instead I drew the blinds? Wouldn't that be fun? What if I sat in a dark apartment? You know, even better, let's turn the air conditioning on and let's eat everything in our cabinet to avoid doing any work or anything at all. Because that don't think that didn't happen over the weekend. Do you know how many noodles I consumed in the fucking name of not doing this show? I just, I think, I just constantly wanted to be chewing so I didn't have to talk. That's all it was. Because I kept thinking, I'm like, I could do a show. And then I'm like, hold on a second. Raviolis. Dun, dun, da, da, da. Boil the water. And uh, I can't, like, I can't do a show now because I'm boiling ravioli water. And then I cook the ravioli and then I chomp it down. And then I'm like, oh, that was delicious. But I'm too full to do a show now. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Let's have some rye toast. Yes. Let's have a donut. What the fuck, man? I am the king of, of flour-laden distractions. Bread and donuts and rice and noodles and holy motherfucker. So I don't I don't pretend to be smart or know what's happening. I know that and 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 I know you know that. But then I come in here and I talk and I'm like, eh, it, it was hard to do a show this weekend. I tried to talk and then just it just felt like well yeah yeah. And everybody's like oh really? Everybody who's listening to me do that is like moving a couch. I, that's how I, that's how I anticipated in my brain. Every time I sit down and I want to go, Hey, look, uh, it's weird, man. Like, cause unpacking my head was difficult this weekend. And then there's just four dudes carrying a couch in 99 degree weather and going, Oh, really? Was it hard for you to unpack your head this weekend? Cause we're packing this fucking truck, like goddamn Tetris and moving people for minimum fucking wage. You fuck. Why don't you talk into that fucking microphone and leave yourself out of it? How about that? Just do that fucking thing you do and quit boring us to fucking tears with how hard it is to do it. And I get that. I understand that. That lives in my brain at all fucking times, man. And and so then that leads me to stay away from the microphone a little bit because I'm convinced that nobody wants to hear that. And yet here I am telling you about it anyway. I didn't anticipate that I would, but what I'm saying is, is with, with the fucking, with the world on fire and, and me not wanting to point and laugh at it this week with me, with me just going, you know what, man, this is, this is what I've talked about for five months in a row. And I, and I'd love to fucking take a step back from that. But what that then leads me to do is then go, okay, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to bring to the table? What, what show are you going to make happen? And as I said, I can fucking talk. All right. We know this. I can turn the microphone on and we can ping pong all over the goddamn place. I just saw hereditary. I could talk about that for a fucking half an hour and then go into midsummer and whatever, the, like all that kind of shit. Like if, if you remember, I used to make fun of the, when in the beginning of the show, like, cause I mean, I'm me, like I'm, it's just me here. Right. Like I said, other podcasts, which by the way, I'll tell you this, uh, 
I've unfortunately had to listen to a couple of podcasts recently, um, some baseball related, some comedy related, just snippets on Twitter here and there or on YouTube stuff that I had to listen to. And, um, and, and, and every time I listen to them in my brain, I go, how the fuck are you not famous? Like, how, how are you not discovered or how has somebody not scooped you the fuck up? Cause I hear these people doing, doing stuff that isn't, that isn't funny. All right. It, it might be, they're tiptoeing right up to the line of funny or like someone will mispronounce a word and, and someone will laugh at it. Like it's, it's Dave Chappelle's first special. Like they will, they will go crazy laughing because again, they're filling air. That's what they need to do. They'll, they'll, they'll someone, someone will like fucking Norm Crosby a word. And I, and I'm not fully convinced that wasn't truthful. Like, like, or it wasn't on purpose, like that they did it in order to trigger a bit, but somebody will fucking miss mess up a name and someone will go, can you repeat that? And then they all laugh like it's Bernie Mac at Def Jam, not being scared of you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, this isn't that funny. Why is that funny? And I'm sure somebody listens to my show and goes, what the fuck is this idiot? He's just talking in goddamn circles. But you see how it works? Now that's what I have to do. I can't just sit here and swing my dick around at you guys and go, see, I'm the fucking man. These other podcasts blow. Because then I, I then have to double back and go, but I'm sure people listen to my show and they think it stinks. You know what I mean? What the fuck? What is, what is with that? Why am I both sizing my own fucking attitude? Own it, man. I think I'm great. I think other people suck. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that, right? And yet I also have to go, well, because you don't want to, you're like, well, I can't be, I can't be too full of myself here. I have to be a guy who, shut the fuck up. Be as full of yourself as you want. Because then again, I listen to these motherfuckers with no fear. Baseball guys trying to be funny, trying to cram it. Look, I would, I would, you know what I want? I want three nerds reciting statistics. Just because you're on a podcast doesn't mean you have to be funny. Or, yeah, I will say, you know, so this is completely true. All right. There's a chef that I like. Not like a lot of chefs. There's a chef I like named Amanda Freitag. I think Amanda Freitag is a fantastic chef. I think she's a charming personality. I find her uh, pleasant. And I, I think she's also a very attractive woman. And I, I, I think she's a total package for what I would want to watch a chef do on television. Unfortunately... Uh, I subscribe to her Instagram and she'll do things on Instagram, which are, which is fine. But now uh, they have her cause she's on chopped all the time, whatever the fuck she's great. I, I, I find her to be a pleasant presence, somebody that I enjoy watching and, and spending video time with, but she's now doing stuff for like the food network app. And she's doing stuff on her Instagram where she's like uh, in my Instagram story, I'm going to make Chapino or whatever the fuck, which is fine. But, but they have her, like someone got a hold of her, some media consultant or somebody. And, uh, because she was just, she was just awesome and interesting. And, and it was like, yeah, I dig this chick. I like her. But now someone got a hold of her and said, Hey, you're on television. So you got to really pop. You got to really, you got to really hit, grab them by the throat. Right. When it starts, you gotta, you gotta really announce your presence, man. You can't it, look, nobody just wants to watch cooking. They, they tune in to see the, the rigmarole and the dancing. And it's like, all right. So now all of her clips, she's like, Hey, it's Amanda. And here we are in the kitchen. And, and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. Like she did it once. And I thought maybe she'd realize that it was a mistake, but now literally like five clips in a row. Hey, it's Amanda. Hey, hi, it's Amanda. Yeah, we, we know who you are. We understand. You don't have to grab me by the shirt and tell me you're making some sort of fucking booyah base. I don't, I don't, 
I'm, I'm, you know what I want? I want to pretend like, here's what I'm going to pretend. This is going to sound weird. Uh, you and I have been married for eh, seven years and you're such a good cook. You're so good in the kitchen and I help out occasionally. And I always try to pop in when you're doing whatever you're doing and I offer to help. And if you need me to chop some onions, I can do it. If you want me to peel some carrots, I'm happy to step right up. Uh, if you want me to slice the bread, whatever you got going on, I'm happy to help. But I also want to, I, I, I don't tell you this, but I think you feel it. You know that I come into the kitchen um, because I know that while you're cooking, that's an expression of love for me. And it makes me happy to be around you while you're expressing love for me. And also, I admire that you're so good at what you're doing. It makes me want to come in and watch you. It makes me want to be around you and your expertise because it also makes me feel a lot better about my choice to spend all of my time with a woman like you because you are ambitious, you are sexy, you are smart, and you love me. And I feel all of those things toward you as well. That's that's what I'm looking for. That's the feel. Maybe that's too much to put on a cooking show. <laughs> maybe that says a lot more about me than it should. But that's that's what I want it to be like. If I tune into your segment, your two-minute segment or whatever the fuck where you're cooking something, where you're making garlic butter, or whatever you're doing. I want it to be like, like I said, we, we might not even be married. I'm, I've just, we've been together for a few years and I pop into the kitchen whenever you're doing stuff. And, uh, and I'm like, Hey, Hey doll. And I bury my face in your neck and you're like, stop. And then you're, uh, and I go, what, what are we doing today? What are we making? What do you need help with? And then you tell me, and then we talk about your day and my day. And, uh, and then we enjoy dinner later and then we tear the fucking place apart that night, which is, and I'm on board with all of this. That's fantastic. But all, all I need. So then, you know what I need then I need me. It's when I, so imagine that, that when you're doing your cooking show and the red light goes on on the camera, um, I, that's who I am. I'm, I'm your live in partner who, uh, we've been together for, you know, it doesn't have to be 20 years. Cause then you get, you get used to one another, but it's still, it's, there's still magic and a spark and it's still super fresh. And, uh, even two years have been together three years. And so the light red light goes on and you, and you just look at the camera and you just go, Hey, it's Amanda Freitag. Welcome to my kitchen. You know, that that's all you need. That's all you need out of somebody. But some media guy is like, is like, Hey, these people don't know who you are. You need to announce yourself immediately. You got to grab them by the fucking throat and go, hey, guess what? Here's me and my fucking bolognese. Hi, it's Amanda. Hey, it's Amanda. It's like, oh, man, no, no, no. And I felt this way about cooking shows for fucking ever. You know, I talked about this before. Like, I, I'll watch the sh- a chef cook the fuck out of anything. Guy Fieri, fucking uh, Emeril, all those dudes. If they're alone in a kitchen, it's so much better. But then you brought a studio audience into it. And like I said, how how culturally bankrupt are we as a country that Mugu Guy Pan needs a standing ovation? I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, stop clapping for fucking appetizers or clappetizers, as I like to call them in the food world. (laughs) All right. Um, But that's that's I and I don't even know how the fuck I spun off on this, but like, but see, but poor Amanda Freitag, they grabbed her and they ruined her. Like, she's such a jovial, awesome presence. She's so warm and I like her in virtually everything. And now they've grabbed her and turned her into like a media creation. Hi, it's Amanda. Hi. Hey, hi. No, no, I'm not. Trust me. If I walk into your kitchen and you're cooking something, you got the job. Don't you don't need to oversell yourself and make sure that I fucking stick around. I ain't going anywhere, man. So I, I, I don't even know how the fuck I deter, detoured into that, but I, I guess my point is that I, I don't know. 
if I'm not going to talk about the news, all right, if I, if, if I'm sure I had a different point, but like I said, I wanted to avoid doing that this week. And, and so then that leads me to, uh, what I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about me. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, if you think I'm disappointed in the way things are going in the world, <laughs> brace yourselves. Uh, as I take a motherfucking machete to me for a few minutes. And that's the thing is I don't want to do that. I don't. I that is that is dangerous. Shows where I don't want to talk about what's happening in the world can become dangerous because then uh then we talk about me. And uh and then and then I you know I look I mentioned earlier that I might have rage that's buried Oh, you want to see it get unearthed? Then get me talking about me for a while. Get me talking about lack of effort and being 53 and where I'm at and what happened and what the fuck I did to myself and what I haven't done. And and and, and that's that's the thing is that I don't know if you guys want to hear that any more than you want to hear me talk about fucking masks and fuck neck. I, I don't know. That's the deal. I and and so I, I find myself at this weird precipice where I'm like, all right, you could do this or do that or. Um, it's, it's no fun to, <laughs> to throw yourself into a piranha tank with a microphone so you guys can hear me get stripped to the bone. Uh, I don't mind doing it occasionally. Um, but also, like I said, I, I, I start telling you it's rough or this or that, or I've got this going on, or I might have anxiety or maybe it's depression or who fucking knows. And do I need meds? And it's been a running theme for 12 fucking years. You know what I mean? It's all been there. Um, and, and at what point you, and a lot of you guys, look, you've been here for a very long time and I, and I, and you've been very kind and I don't anticipate that you'll leave me in a lurch. I don't know, but I, I truly, that's the thing is I don't know. There has to be some point where everybody just goes, yeah, nah, uh, uh-uh. No, I, I mean, it's bad enough the show was coming out on fucking Saturday. Now, Monday, we're done. I can't even. And I'm sure I've lost people that way. And then, and so then here's another thing. This is great. Brace yourselves for this. Although I'm sure you can already guess what I'm going to say. Uh, the longer I put it off, the longer I sit down and I can't figure out what to say and what to do and false start and record three minutes or five minutes and then erase it or whatever the fuck. And then I go, nah, that didn't work. Or, nah, they don't want to hear this. Or no, nobody. The longer that goes on the longer I just go, well, now people are going to be mad that I didn't do a show and it's not out on time. Oh, people are mad. It's not out. They're already mad. It's not out on Thursday. Now they're going to be mad. It's not out on fucking Friday. Oh no, it's Saturday. I got to do a fucking show. Oh fuck. It's Sunday already. That doesn't make any sense. Well, all right. Well, it's Sunday. Just get it done. And and then, but now people are already mad at me. So maybe they didn't want to listen anymore. Maybe they didn't want to fucking listen to the show at all. Why would you even fucking put out a show? You know what? They probably have already fucking exhausted and bailed on you. So there's no reason to go ahead and fill the goddamn empty space with anything you would have done on Sunday or fucking Monday because they're going to fucking leave you. They're all left you. They left you already because they should have left you a fucking long time ago. What the fuck is your problem? Why wouldn't you think that they would have left already? By God, you're not going to fucking keep anybody around here. What the fuck are you trying to do? Why even make the goddamn effort? And, uh, and that's, you know, uh, not a comfortable place to be. But it's there, and uh, and it's where I live a lot of the fucking time, and you know, and again, I I wish 
I wish I was doing a podcast that talked about Kiss albums. You know what I mean? I Part of me sometimes thinks that. Like I said, other shows, oh, that's what I was talking about, I think, with Amanda, when these people try too fucking hard, they, they, they just go off the fucking deep end, and they're just like, ah, you're not going to believe what happened with the Florida Marlins today. <laughs> did you say the Florida Marlins to Miami Marlins? Oh, did I make that mistake? <laughs> and then they laugh and laugh uproariously because one said Florida instead of Miami, and I just go, why am I listening to this garbage? Why? Why? Because I need to know about Jesus Aguilar. I can go read that online. The fuck is my issue, man? Go learn on your own. So that's what I mean is that the people try too hard. And so I don't ever, I, again, like I said, I, I don't want to try too hard. I want to, I want to be in the back of the room with spitballs and laughing and pointing. Uh, but also, you know, you, you gotta, because I think the people would hear that if I was trying hard, you know what I mean? Like people would be like, Oh yeah, no, we totally get it. This fucking guy, it's got to seem effortless and smooth. <laughs> oh man. I, I am. I just, I just throw myself into a fucking blender. It's crazy. And I don't know why I do. I do know why. Cause I'm deathly afraid of not having this, you know, I'm, I'm deathly afraid of, of losing everybody or everything, or especially now, I mean, look, this is, this is, as I've mentioned, this is the thing I have this and streaming and, and, and that's it. That's, that's my, you, you can look at them. There's the macro and the micro in, in the, in the macro it's, I have my own television station, my own radio station essentially. Um, but in the micro it's, well, yeah, but you got to feed the beast. You got to do that stuff. You got to keep it up and running. And, uh, and, and it's, it's a thing where you just go, well, all right. So step up to the microphone and do what you're supposed to do. And then you're like, well, but if you don't do it right, they're all going to leave and wait, but they, they probably already left already. I mean, just the very fact they're even thinking, ah, dudes, dudes, dudes. And, and I, I look, you're probably sick of it already. Okay. And, and, and some of you are very nice and you checked on me over the past couple of days with texts. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think everybody out there realizes I'm not going to die. Um, <laughs> or, or anything like that. I mean, I could die just from my fucking fat exploding heart, but I'm not going to die at my own hand or anything. Um, but people are kind enough to still check on me and that makes me happy. Uh, although at the same time, you shouldn't be the kind of guy who's like, Oh, I'm so thrilled. I got a few wellness checks today. Fuck that, man. That's not good. You should never aspire to be somebody that people have to look after. You should aspire to be better. You should aspire to look after yourself. You should aspire to be the <clears throat> adult or the man or or whatever the fuck you're supposed to be. Um, but that's the thing. What are you supposed to be? I've talked about it before. I, I, I always thought I should be more. You know, but then I get into these fucking battle royales in my fucking skull. And like I said, I figure it's all going away. And then I'm like, oh, man, am I going to? Am I going to have to go back to driving people around for good? Because again, look, in a couple of months, I'm going to have to do something, right? You know, I, I uh, buddy of the show Murph reached out and he's, he told me about some gig called We Go Look. And this is some fucking gig where basically you're Ed Norton in Fight Club. Like you go out and you look at cars and you go, oh, this doesn't look like an accident. Or maybe this was an accident. Actually, I don't think you insert your narrative in there at all. <laughs> I'm going to be bad at this job. But you just, you go out and you take photos of cars and you, and you send it to insurance companies. So like you're, 
they've stopped sending their own out there and they started again because that's and it's funny because I heard about this gig and I'm like, all right, that sounds like a decent thing that you can do and make a little extra cash. But also, if you look at it in the in the in the larger picture, all that means is that insurance companies have fired field agents. Experienced people who had the job and went out and did the work have now been replaced by fuckheads like me because I have a cell phone. And you can say that this is corporations realizing they should trim the fat, but nobody ever trims the fat from upper management. It's always these fucking working people who go out there and they get fucked in the ass because some dude wanted to keep his third car. Someone's corner office needed to have a fucking comfier chair. So he went in and whacked 10 field agents and hired fucking nine dudes with crazy haircuts and cell phones to go take pictures of fender benders. And like I said, that makes sense in the abstract. Yeah, we got to save money. We don't really need all these people to be sent on their marching orders, but you kind of do. As I've talked about before, it's like when you go to the grocery store, you know what I mean? It, it, the cashiers and baggers, you know, they used, to, they used to be a decent job. Cashier used to be, you know, you, you had a union job. You made money. Now you're, you're trying to stay alive, trying to dodge people from who fucking cough and touch their money. You have to, I saw a guy, I was at the grocery store. I saw a guy get in a fight because uh, he, he asked for quarters and they were like, can't sell you any quarters. He's like, I always get quarters here. It's like, all right. Well, today's the day you can't. Like, I don't know, because I tell you, that's the worst argument I've ever heard, too. I always do that here. All right, well, it's because we were extending you a courtesy. And we were being we were doing something that was convenient at the time, but it's no longer convenient for us to do that. And so we're going to have to, unfortunately, say we can't do it. Because I don't know if you've heard, folks, uh, there's a germ flying around, and it's caused... And this, is, this fucking drives me crazy, because, I mean, I can't even believe it's serious. And so I understand kind of why Quarter Guy was so fucking mad, but, like... They do this thing now where they, they say they can't give you change at the store. Have you, have you experienced this? Have you gone to any retail stores? You go to Walgreens or a fucking grocery store? It says, hey, man, sorry, uh, there's a national change shortage. So if you have exact change, we'd appreciate it. Or if you can just pay with a card, that'd be better. Uh, but if you pay, uh, you know, for if you don't have exact change, uh, we, we will apply credit to your next purchase. And I'm, uh, so, so what that means is if you buy something that's like $18 and 50 cents, they're going to go, all right, you know what? We can't, we don't have any quarters. So here's a dollar. And the next time you come in, you can save 50 cents on something. It's like, well, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let me, all right, let's, let's back this up a second. First of all, you're not the bank. Okay. Walgreens, no offense. You don't get to keep my 50 cents. I, I, if you're selling goods and services, and I understand that there's a there's a chain shortage, and look, I've never had this argument because I always pay with my plastic now. I never carry cash anymore. It's terrible. I feel bad when I meet homeless people, but I just don't. But uh, but the but the but why? I'll just I'll just this is gonna sound like I don't mean to be fucking Joe Radical, but let me ask you this: Why does the business benefit? Why why for once doesn't the customer? benefit you know you got that you'll go in at 7-eleven sometimes there's that thing where it's like see a penny take a penny leave a penny whatever the fuck which is nice that's that's people looking out for one another there you go it's a good plan it's it's a it that's that's a community hands across america full of copper to help somebody out who needed three cents good for you but my point is like it's it's 7-eleven if you're if you owe like 10 13 they'll let you pay 
you know, 11 bucks and then pull three pennies out of there and get your change back, whatever the fuck. But now there's a national change shortage. Uh, they get to keep your, your 90 cents or whatever the fuck it is, which again, why does this, the, your, why does the store get the benefit? And I, look, I know I'm being pedantic. I'm being a pain in the ass here, but let me ask you this. If you bought something that was $18 and 30 cents and you only had a 20 and they said, oh man, sorry, we got no coins. And you go, okay, then just give me $2 back. Instead of you having to have this complicated transaction where now I somehow have 70 cents on on file at the Bailey Walgreen building and loan so Uncle Billy can forget to tie a fucking string around his finger and Mr. Potter can steal my 70 cents in the third act. Why don't, and hear me out, why don't you just give me this for 18 bucks instead of $18 and 30 fucking cents? Doesn't that make sense? Oh, we can't do that. Why? It's 30 cents. Is that going to bankrupt you guys? Well, is 70 cents going to bankrupt you? I got news for you. 70 cents is going to bankrupt me a lot faster than 30 cents is going to bankrupt Walgreens, which are spread across this fucking country like eczema. How come you get to decide where the money goes, man? Because there's a coin shortage because of germs. Fine. But we're all in this together, right, Walgreens? So why don't you take the 30 cent hit and let me get the fuck out of here? So I understand that logic. I can see that. I don't understand the guy who wanted laundry quarters fucking around at the goddamn grocery store. But I do understand. And I also, I'll say this. It's not even, it's not even really about the fucking 70 cents at this point. Okay. We get this. It's like when I went to the fucking haircut place and the guy was like, oh my God, you're just, we're so used to doing what we want whenever we want. We're just so used to being able to, because again, America, America, and we can just, you can do whatever you want without being told what to do. I'm an individual. United we stand, divided we fall. Divided? Is that like a duvet? (laughs) All this bullshit nonsense that everyone has about, yeah, freedom. Okay, great. Brad Bean, Brad. Yeah, okay, got it. So I understand why people are rebelling against the fact that they don't get to do the fucking things they've always gotten to do. So I understood why quarter guy was mad, but also you got to recognize if you've gotten quarters at that Ralph's 30 times in a row, and then they tell you no once that's not an inconvenience for you, man. You've, you'd be happy. You got them 30 times in a fucking row, but in your brain, I know in his brain, he's like, well, but the bank and then I can't, but I'm here and it's just, and look, I've been that dude. How many stories have I told you I've been mad because somebody brought me hard butter in a restaurant or whatever the fuck? Yes, I'm an idiot. I get it. I'm duplicitous. I'm wrong. I, I'm 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 this guy one day and that guy the other. Part of my charm. That's what it is. I'm going to call it part of my charm. Hey, it's Amanda and I'm Mike and we're charming. Fucking watch us. Uh, I, I just, I so... So these kinds of shows are fucking dangerous, man. Now, look, I'm certainly, I'm filling the space here. I'm I'm giving you more cowbell. I'm I'm exploring the space. Everything's happening. But I always think to myself, you know, when I sit down to talk, I'm like, oh man, nobody wants to hear that kind of shit. Nobody wants to hear you doing this. And yet here we are. And uh and it's Monday and I'm sorry. I just I just believe me, I'm not happy that it's Monday. I'm not happy that I stopped and started this fucking thing. I'm not happy that I literally hid this weekend from any I like because I, I tell you what I usually like I said I play Zoom poker with my friends every Sunday night. I didn't play last night. 
because in my brain, and look, I'm not looking for anybody to go, oh no, poor Mike. But I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't do a show yet. So how can I go play poker? Uh, it's I, I've said it before. How can you eat your pudding if you can't eat your meat? You know, how do you get your pudding if you can't if you can't eat your meat? Don't eat your meat. Fuck. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? So poker was my pudding, and I had to pass it up. I had to fucking not play. And then and then you know what I did? I sat in my apartment, fucking mad at myself that I was angry that I was so stupid that I didn't finish my fucking work, so I couldn't fucking go play poker. And then I was like, well, I should do my work. But also then I'm like, oh, I'm just fucking too, I'm, I'm in a shitty mood. I'm, what am I going to do? Because that's another thing too, is that it gets into my fucking brain. You don't care, but brace for it. This dumb thing where I go, uh, well, you can't, I can't force the show. And that, that is, there is truth to that. Like I, you know, I sit down here and I, and I just, and we turn the microphone off and, and we're off and we just roll, man. And we talk and whatever comes out of our fucking mouth comes out of our fucking mouth, which is the way I like to work. And I think I do it better than anybody else in the fucking world. Except I sure didn't think that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I didn't think that at all. Then I thought I was terrible at what I do and nobody wants to hear what I do. But now that I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I am good at this. Oh yeah. And again, this show has become uh, in certain ways, a constant rediscovering of my abilities while on the microphone. It's, I know it's exhausting for all of you. Everybody's like, why are we listening to this guy? Convince himself. He's good at this. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't have any fucking clue. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're sticking around. If you are, you could be fucking gone again. It's Monday afternoon. Who the fuck knows what's happening with this show? It's going to get posted. And people are like, nah, we'll pass. And there's a lot of people who are like, well, that's okay. The new one will be out Wednesday, won't it? Da-da-da-da-da-da. All right. Uh, Thursday, actually. Jesus. All right. So so I don't, uh, I, I don't mean to be this person. And it was one of those weeks where I convinced myself, you know, like I said, that every Every minute that went by that I wasn't recording a show, I was angry at myself that I wasn't getting the show done. And that is not a good place to put yourself in when you're trying to be uh, entertaining or or charming or extemporaneous or funny off the top of your head or whatever the fuck you want to call this show. Uh, because, again, I say it's talking at the speed of your head. And if uh, and if uh, the speed of your head is a goddamn rickshaw, well, nobody's going to be entertained by that. And then you got to get two other rickshaws in here and we joke about florida and miami ah, hilarious. Oh. uh like i i uh, whatever i i don't want to again it's one of those things where i heard i heard someone they were like here's a hilarious clip from my show and i listened to it and it literally was somebody mispronounced a name and then the other person busted out laughing like like they'd like they just they were dying and then the other person's like what and they were like Oh my god! I can't believe you said that. And did you mean did you mean this? And they're like, oh my god! <laughs> and then they laugh for like eighteen seconds. And it's one of those things where I know, as a listener, as a viewer, as whatever, oftentimes I will stumble into something that isn't funny, and then and then I'll just go, uh, "This isn't funny at all." Like, what? Why are you guys cracking up? Because that's the worst part is when somebody's and look, I'm sure you do that with my show too. I'll be talking. Everybody's like, why the fuck is he laughing at this? This isn't funny. This is fucking kind of sad. Yes, I get it. Uh, why did I do that to myself again? What the fuck is wrong with me? I, why am I both sidesing the shit out of my own goddamn show? See, here's the thing. Cause I'm the only person here. Like if I had somebody else, they could constantly jump in and go, no, Mike, you're great. <laughs> That's what I need. I'm missing a flavor flav. I need a fucking hype man. I need somebody to jump in here and tell me how great I am all the goddamn time. I need a Murray. 
I, <laughs> I'm Carvelli. I need a goddamn Murray. You hear what Carvelli said? All right. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know who's, I, I don't know anymore what's funny or good. I don't know what's interesting uh, to you people. I don't know. I'm trying. I'm doing the best I can. Um, eh, best I can. Really? Let's go ahead and throw that up for fucking, <laughs> I was going to say adoption. Throw that up for adoption. No, throw that up for debate. Um, so I, in my head, I was like, all right, what am I going to do here? I got to talk to people. Not I got to, I want to. That's the thing. I want to do this. It's the only thing I fucking have. And so, like I said, I'm deathly afraid it's going to go away if I don't do it right. Or if I don't do it at all. Or if it's late. Or it, it's, it's, my head is a fucking minefield. And I'm just tiptoeing around trying not to step on the one that's going to blow me the fuck up. And all weekend, all I did was blow myself the fuck up. I got a skull full of fucking soup and IEDs. And I'm trying to avoid noodles and potatoes and then stepping on a fucking mine. And then there you go. I got no ankle and I can't talk. Fuck. I can't bite my legs. I can't bite my legs. So I sat and I thought and I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about the world. And yet here we are. I've talked about the world. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, that's another thing, too, is I can't come in here with hard and fast decisions. Like I can't be like, oh, man, I don't want to talk about that. And and then and then what? Because that this this is, you know, this, this I'm I should be able to talk about everything and anything. I mean, I open my fucking head up so I can talk about everything that that, that comes rushing out. So if I put some fucking arbitrary bullshit on myself and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah that's off limits. That <laughs> topic's off limits, man. And then uh, and then what? So then I then but then I do this thing where I'm like, well, I don't work like that. I need to have unfettered access to every thought and bone moth that comes flying out of my mouth because they are all pearls. Everything I throw forth out of my mouth, everything I vomit out at you is to be cherished and loved because I am a genius. Enjoy what I've brought you, please. Um, and that's what happens when you fall in love with the sound of your own voice all the time, half the time, some of the time, a eh, third of the time. A quarter of the time? I don't fucking know, man. Don't fucking bust my balls. So I thought and sat and sat and thought. And I'm like, all right, well, this show, because this show was, for a very long time, this show was a, a storytelling show about my life. Um, You know, and, and we've, it still is to a certain extent. It's just that my life has become, as I've mentioned many times, smaller and smaller and smaller and also dudes i'm 53 i mean if i'm still telling you stories at 53 of me getting to a fucking boxing match at the circle k fuck that and you're just like well this guy's a fucking idiot uh i i know i know and the thing is there's plenty of fucking idiots out there who are still doing that there's and they and, and they're doing podcasts with two other guys in the room who will laugh uproariously at their coke binge addled antics which is fine um, and they're funny. I'm not saying people aren't funny. I'm just saying that I've, I've learned a little bit. So my life is less volatile. Uh, but now it's not even about my life being less volatile. Now it's about my life being self-contained. And that's not even, I'm, you know, this, you know what I'm talking about. Ima- imagine if, see, didn't you have a turtle when you were a kid? If you had a turtle, what'd you do? You kept him in a bowl. Sometimes you take them outside. Well, imagine if like they were like, oh, man, turtle can't go out. He's got to stay in his bowl forever. 
Okay, a turtle's in his bowl all day. You bring him water, you bring him some lettuce, whatever the fuck. He can't go outside because there's like a turtle germ. And it's like, oh, no, it'll his shell will fall off. And then he's nude turtle. Nobody wants a nude turtle. Uh, so you get a turtle. I, I will tell you this, though. Some people want a nude tane. If my computer could generate nude tane, I'd appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> so there's a turtle in a bowl, right? And he's there and he can't go outside because there's a fucking turtle germ that's going to eat him alive and cut his shell off, whatever the fuck. Now. Put this turtle in his bowl. And he and look, he's cool with it because you're bringing him lettuce and he's fine. And he's like, all right, I can deal with this. And uh, and he's doing his turtle bullshit. And he's walking around saying turtle stuff to nobody because he's got no friends in his turtle bowl. Occasionally, you'll like put some other turtles on the windowsill and he can visit them in squares. So he's like, ah, check out every Sunday night. I get to talk to my turtle friends in the squares, which he's fine with. And he's OK. Uh, and maybe once. Every 10 days, he gets to go out to the turtle store and buy some turtle meat, whatever the fuck they eat. And then uh, and then he put him back in his bowl. Right now, imagine this. You do that to that turtle for five months. That turtles, he's he's in there for five months and he's just he's just in that bowl. That's it. You know what he's got? He's got he's got a fucking deep sea diver and colored rocks. That's what he's got surrounding him. And now you've got a turtle who's in a bowl by himself for five months with deep sea diver colored rocks and a once a week visitation with his turtle friends through some squares on the window. And then he gets to occasionally leave the house and go buy like fucking turtle casserole so we can eat that or whatever the fuck uh, turtle noodles, turtle ravioli, turtle bread. So he's got that. He goes out and gets all the fucking flower based temptations. He brings those into his turtle bowl. So he's got everything he needs. He's got access to the uh, the the Internet. He can see his friends once a week. He's in this bowl with colored rocks and a deep sea diver. Now. That turtle. He's in the bowl. Five months. Give him a microphone. And tell him to do a show about his life. <laughs> what, what, what is that turtle going to tell you? You know, he doesn't know anything anymore. He knows he knows he knows turtle friends in squares once a week. He knows once every 10 day trip to the store and he knows colored rocks and a deep sea diver. And and this is where we find ourselves, folks. I look, I can I like I said, I can turn on I, I can talk about fucking anything. I can talk about old movies and old shows because I used to remember I used to bust. So that's what I was saying. I used to bust the balls of other shows because they'd be like, let's do viewer mail. And then they'd read viewer mail and all, the, all those crutches that you would have or they'd be like, oh, wackiest news of the week. And they'd tell you some story about a fucking tomato fight in Italy or some idiots who race Parmesan cheese down a hill. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, life in these United States. It's just like the fucking verbal version of the reader's digest. You know what I mean? Laughter is the best medicine. I went to the doctor. I I said, oh, I'm so sad and crying. He said, go see Pagliacci, fantastic clown. I said, doctor, I am Pagliacci. Yank. See what I mean? Like those shows, you listen to them and then they're like, oh, hilarious. Let's go to our another correspondent. It's Jim at the desk. Whatever. So that's that's I want to avoid that bullshit. I don't want to be one of those shows that has to constantly uh, we've got. Hold on. We've got viewer mail. We've got a letter from a listener here. I well, oh, let's talk about this really quick. Dear uh, Chuckle Bunch. Uh, (laughs) 
All right, let me ask you this. If if you are a person who's listening to the Chuckle Bunch, and I think we all are, clearly, especially with this pandemic upon us, we need some smiles in our lives. We need to go ahead and make sure that there's some sort of escapism. Something has to be entertaining us. Why not the Chuckle Bunch? So you're listening to the Chuckle Bunch, and you're like, these guys, I'll tell you what, they are truly having a good time. They are really enjoying themselves in there. Um, at what point? Wait a minute. There can't be yard work assholes today. Did you hear that? I did. Oh, son of a bitch. No. It's Friday that they come. What are they doing Friday and Monday now? Is that guy even? Can you hear that? He might be, you know, maybe I have to go close the bedroom door. No, I, I, all right. It went away. I'm lying. It didn't go away. I'm trying to talk you guys into thinking it went away. Fuck. At what point in the Chuckle Bunch podcast you're like, this is hilarious. I'm enjoying this. Those gentlemen seem to be having a good time. And I love the joy that they shine into my heart every goddamn week. They're great. You know what I need to do? <laughs> I need to write them a letter. Oh, that's what I need to do. Let's let's do some pen. Let's get my penmanship. Let's get a pen. Get my quill pen and my hot wax so I can burn my family crest and seal into the envelope and send a note to the Chuckle Bunch. Now, how would I, let's think, hold on, how would I head this? I'm going, you know, hold on, I, do I wish to speak to Morty? No, this is really, this is more of an everybody question. How about Mickey? Should I talk to Mickey? This might be a, this might be a Mickey. That doesn't seem like a Morty, but it could be a Mickey question. Uh, how about a Mary? Maybe it's a Mary question instead of a, that's, and that's a, isn't that a delight? I'm a gentleman writing a, a question to Mary of the Chuckle Bunch. Oh, how randy. Oh, how absurd that I would send a note to a woman when I'm already betrothed. And yet there's something naughty about it. I must do it. All right. It's not it's not a Mickey. It's not a Morty. It's more of a Mary. But also at the same time, I don't want to appear too forward. Oh, what if I were what if I were to send this missive and and Mary would say to herself, I couldn't possibly involve myself in another one of these shows going forward if I thought I was tantalizing married men out there to send me unsolicited correspondence. I must leave the chuckle bunch. No, I couldn't risk it. So again, I don't choose to write to Morty and I couldn't possibly address this to Mickey. And I think I've already explained why Mary is completely out of the question. So here's what I do. Democratic society, I will address this to the entire chuckle bunch. So let me start it now. Dear chuckle bunch, no, my my friends at, no, it, it must be a formal note. Dear chuckle bunch. Was that, is that how you do it? If you wrote a letter to the chuckle bunch, would you write dear chuckle bunch? I don't know if you would. Is dear used anymore in letters? I don't know. I haven't written a letter to someone in so goddamn long. It's got to be at least five months. Because, you know, as you know, I spent the first 12 years of this show hand answering your emails with actual written correspondence. That's what I did. <laughs> and if you haven't received it yet, that's not on me. That's on the U.S. Postal Service, which, as you know, is being destroyed. So anything that's been not delivered to you can be completely blamed on them and not on me not responding in a prompt and courteous fashion. All right. Dear Chuckle Bunch. Uh, <laughs> all right, hold on. Yes, we're writing that down. It's probably the name of the goddamn show. All right. Um, so I don't, uh, 
I, I don't want to be that dude. You know what I mean? I don't want to solicit this or talk about that. Or And, and I mean, what the fuck do I know? But again, who am I? I just, I just did nine minutes on the chuckle bunch. What the fuck am I? I don't, you know what I am? I'm great. I know I'm fucking great. And I know I'm the king. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking awesome. I'm not that turtle. I got, I got a life. That turtle used to tell you stories about his yard and the ocean and the fucking sand. Because that turtle wasn't born in that bowl. That turtle had all sorts of stuff to tell you about. But the problem is that turtle spent fucking the first 12 years of his turtle show telling you about all the fucking first 40 years of his turtle life. And so occasionally he went ahead and found himself at a, at a crossroads or at loggerheads because he realized, oh, yeah, I might have exhausted my turtle life on the fucking turtle show. And so then he's like, well, that's OK. I'll talk about modern turtle life. And then modern turtle life. Turned out the lights, the party was over because fucking Turtle Don Meredith fucking threw a germ in my face. Fuck that, man. That's not good for anybody. So now it's Colored Rocks and the Diver. And unfortunately, the diver is a narcissistic asshole who's destroying the turtle bowl. So what the fuck am I supposed to tell you now? I don't want to talk about narcissistic diving asshole. I could talk about Colored Rocks, I suppose. Where the fuck are these lawn guys? See... And I, I think I'm a professional show. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm at least funny or interesting. And nah, fuck, I'll be right back. God damn it. Did you know the 40-year-old boy once drank primer? Oh, I'm Vic. And I'm Vinny. And we're the Screw Brothers. Come on down to the House of Filth. We got all new Blu-ray DVDs. Check out these fabulous selections. Teabagger Butler's Volume Tree. Let's Fuck Mikey. Yeah. The Bukaki Kid. Pink Eye. An Adventure in Skull Fucking. Combat 2. Revenge of the Goonecks. Ten Hung Guys. A Very Sore Girl. And a Pizza Place That Really Needs a Mop. The Brown Clown Mysteries. One Finger. Two Finger. Three Finger. Fist. And the first 10 ladies to mention a 40-year-old boy get a House of Filth muff comb. That's right, it's the House of Filth. Come on down, it ain't filthy. Unless it's screw filthy. It's not easy having a good time. Even smiling makes my face ache. <laughs> Trying to do a fucking show. Dudes show up with fucking wood chippers. What the fuck, man? Here's the deal. I'll tell you why this happened. Uh, you know, I shut it down here when I do a show. Uh, I close windows and stuff, but I close the windows in the living room. I close the window in the kitchen. I close the big plate glass window in the in the living room. But I left the window in the bedroom open, and I left the window in the bathroom open. Uh, and I left the doors to those rooms open as well. Because I am nothing if not a professional. But also, I just don't like not having any natural light in the fucking place. Sitting at, look, dude, you think it's weird sitting in the dark? just for hours letting time pass sitting in the dark and doing the podcast is even weirder. Then it just adds this patina of sadness that I didn't want to fucking put into the goddamn show. But sure enough, here's what happened. Uh, those weren't my fucking, uh, weed dudes. Uh, I don't have weed dudes, but the, whatever the fucking, uh, Johnny lawn care. It wasn't those. They weren't my guys. It was fucking Johnny lawn care for the next door people. So they're behind me and, and, you know, that's where the bedroom and the bathroom are. Those windows were wide open. And so we got to hear them and there's no lawn back there. Even there's just, it's all cement. It's all fucking, that's the carports, man. What the fuck? Where were they? Is there one bush? What if there's one bush in the fucking carport? And they're just like, I don't know why Chewbacca is working on it. Uh, I just caught my throat there doing Chewbacca. That's my Chewbacca. And here's my lawn. Here's Johnny Lawn Care. 
<laughs> and here's Mario Andretti. Uh, look, folks, I'll tell you what. I didn't think I had anything for you this week. And look what we just had. We had fucking Johnny Lawncare and Mario Andretti stop by for a visit. You know what? Just when I think I'm not good at this anymore, look who the fuck shows up. Chewbacca, Johnny Lawncare, and Mario Andretti. You didn't think that was going to be a fucking trio you heard from today? You're like, fuck, Schmitty, when's that fucking show coming out, baby? I got to go ahead and get my Jones on. I got to hear what you're bringing to the goddamn microphone. It's not me. I'm not the magical man this week. It's all about Chewbacca, Johnny Lawncare, and Mario fucking Andretti, baby. <laughs> I might have fucked up Johnny Longcare there. I don't care. <laughs> My throat hurts. Hold on. And you're like, how can your throat hurt? I don't know. I'm the Michael Winslow of the goddamn new century. Is he? Wait, he might still be alive. <laughs> Hold on. If he's still alive, I, I ignore me. I'll be the Willie and Tyler and Lester for the new century. Wait, is he dead too? He's not. He's alive. Oh, man. What about fucking Franklin Ajay? I, I, how are these black comedians from the 70s outliving me? What's wrong? Uh, although I'm not close to death. It just feels like it sometimes. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. I'm not going to die anytime soon. I'm fucking great. I can't wait to escape. All right. So, uh, so my point is, folks, my turtle bowl is under scrutiny. I rarely get out of it. So what I need to do is I've, I just look, I can do this, what I've done. I can do today's show, which we've, we've achieved. And we've certainly, look, we've taken it to heart. Uh, but I just, I was talking to a friend today, friend of the show, Scott. And he was like, why don't you talk about Japan? And I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad idea, but here's the problem. Like, I don't know what I've talked about from Japan. So now I got to go back and, and, and what? And listen to the Japan shows to hear what I told you about in Japan. Did I talk about sumo? I think I did. I don't know. So this is the thing. So, so here's my, here's my, this is what I bring to you. This is my promise. This is my assurance to you. Uh, even though I'm stuck in the turtle bowl with, with narcissistic fuckneck who wants to destroy the turtle bowl, which by the way, the turtle bowl used to be my apartment. Now it's the world, I guess. Uh, and then color, my analogy was not perfect. And then colored rocks. Um, I, I will do everything I can to not step on my dick and realize that, that I, I'm, I'm, this is what I do and I should just do it. And I will, I will look, man. All right, look, there's stuff that happened in the past, probably that I haven't told you about for reasons or whatever the fuck. I'm sure I could dig up some of those stories. Uh, Max is always like, Hey, there's, that's something you should tell people. I'm like, nah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, but then, it, but then you're just, now you're just tearing people down and I don't want to be that guy. Uh, maybe I do. I don't look, I have a past. I haven't completely strip mined it. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what next week, here's what I do for you guys next week. And it won't be fucking Monday either, but next week I'll have a, I'll find, I'll figure out something to tell you that I haven't told you yet. How about that? <laughs> Is that a deal? <laughs> now look can i assure you that johnny lawn care may not show up no can i assure you that he will show up well it depends on what my feedback's like i will check the old mail bag this week and see as you wrote a letter to the chuckle bunch and said dear chuckle bunch johnny lawn care had me chuckling unbelievably oh so much mirth contained in johnny lawn care and mario andretti chewbacca i did not care for however johnny lawn care oh ho, ho, ho. mario andretti ho ho i loved it 
See, I can't do it. You can because you're professionals. I wouldn't dream of it. I can't attempt it. I only listen. I don't attempt to open a microphone. But that's why you're there for me, Chuckle Bunch. Uh, and, and, and I gotta recognize that. I'm just, I'm, I'm in the Chuckle Bunch. Just, just fucking be the Chuckle Bunch. That's all you gotta do. Be the ball, Danny Noonan. Be the Chuckle Bunch, Mike Schmidt. The fuck are you doing talking to yourself out of people liking you? Why are you telling you nobody likes anybody what you do? That's, that's just dumb. That's just nonsense talk. Why well, I had anywhere from 10 people write me texts to see if I wasn't dead. If that doesn't tell you I'm universally loved, I don't know what will. <laughs> anytime, anytime somebody writes you note, they're like, hey, I'm getting scared. And you're like, ah, I'm loved. Look how loved I am by everybody out there. I got, I got double figures of people. Uh, you know, some people out there, they fucking, they take the goddamn lead salad to the face. They stick their head in an oven. They get single digits of people texting them going, are you dead? But me, I go into double digits. I, and do I get into the twenties? I don't, I'm still in the teens, but that's okay. I'm in the teens for people who reached out to see if I was all right. And that alone tells you how important this show is. If this show wasn't good or important, or it didn't have a lot of people listening, I, I'm, I'm sure I would have far less than 11 people reaching out to me to see if I was dead. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've already forgotten Johnny Lawn Care's noise. All right. So the point is, guys, I'm here. And I'll be here. Like I always say to people, people are very nice to me. And they're like, fuck, dude, you know, your show's gotten me through this or got me through that. And I'm glad that you're there. It's the one constant. It's the one thing I know about. And here I am fucking around with that. Instead of Thursdays, we're on Saturday. Instead of Saturday, we're on Monday. I got to stop fucking around with that. Bust out of your turtle bowl. Poke your head out of your fucking shell. Realize there's still some life to be lived and some life to talk about. And just fucking quit telling yourself you're bad at it. Why am I giving this pep talk to myself so you fucking hear it? I don't know. But that's that's what we've come to. That's where we're at. We're at Pep Talk City. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> it's right next door to Party City. You ever go to Party City for balloons and they're out? Go next door to Pep Talk City. They gotta have some fucking balloons. What's a pep talk without balloons? Get a cake? A pep talk cake? Just have fucking Erica Aleniak pop out of that fucking cake? The fucking thigh gap swinging that ass around? Oh my God, dude, Erica Aleniak. Jesus, fuck. I don't even know. I do. What the hell? All right. Um, so I, uh, so this is an, I'm, I'm apologizing to you for being late. Uh, like I said, I didn't, I, there was things I didn't, I didn't want to fucking, I, I, I don't want this to turn into, I don't, I don't want to be fucking Andy Borowitz. I don't want to be one of those fucking, is that his name? I don't even know that idiot from the Borowitz report who makes every hack fucking political joke in the goddamn world. I don't want to be that guy. Like I shouldn't know what the fuck is going on in city council races in Tennessee. I don't give a fuck. I shouldn't care about any of this. I should be happy. The world is burning. I should be laughing. I used to be gleeful Jagoff. Now what am I put on a pair of glasses? I'm fucking somebody studious. I'm going to sit in front of a fireplace and do this show. Fuck that. I need to just embrace the fact that the world is over. Everything's ending. Everything's over, buddy. But the shouting, everything's over. But the tears and goodbyes, no alibis. That's a darling cruel to tell you. That's what I tell you every week when I think of the fucking thing. And then, look, that's a song I haven't thought of in 20 years. But now I think of it every fucking day because the phrase everything's over echoes in my goddamn head. And I'm like, everything's over. Oh, yeah, I like that song my buddy, my brother Glenn liked. Or not Glenn, Scotty. Scotty liked it. Glenn didn't like it. Glenn doesn't like any of those songs. Glenn likes his own songs. He likes Slayer. All right. Uh... I am. I, I'm sorry. Just, just consider this. 
not so a not so formal apology for being late and an assurance to you that this show will never ever come out on a fucking monday again what, what if i was that guy what if i was like no i'm retooling and now i'm gonna be out every monday let's start your week with mike let's let's have mondays with mike let's do that nah fuck that see that's all gimmicky bullshit and those are lies that's a fucking lie I can't pretend that this was this was something I meant to fucking do. No, it isn't. I, I stepped on my dick this week. I did. I just fucking sat here and told myself I suck. And then it was a self-fulfilling prophecy is I didn't get anything fucking done the way I should. So now we're here on Monday in the afternoon. We're shouting. So let me say this. Thank you to everybody who reached out. I appreciate all of you reaching out. Fearful Jesuit, everybody else uh, and, and Scott and, and of course, uh, Robert and uh, Mary Beth and every, everybody who reached out and was very nice to see if I was okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm fine. Uh, and also I have personal friends who reached out who might not listen to this goddamn show. Um, I'll, I'll, I got to stop punishing myself. Like I said, I punished myself last night. I'm like, no poker. You can't do that. Can't see your friends because you didn't do this. Nah, fuck that. Maybe if I would have saw my friends. I would have been inspired and had some fun. I don't, I don't know, but I was like, you don't deserve it. And and those are, those are antiquated ways of thinking where you hold yourself accountable for some bullshit. And it's just, you know, life is fucking life. And that's that thing where, because people are also very nice. They're like, Hey man, when the show comes out, it comes out. Well, also I can't be that lax with it. You know what I mean? You're all very nice. And some people are super kind to me and they're like, dude, don't worry about it. I'm like, yes, but I'm always going to fucking worry about it. You know, I was talking to Beej last night and she's, she's predisposed to trying to help. She's very much like me and that you want to try to hold out your hand and Sherpa somebody through their, their, their difficult time or bring them to the forefront and explain to them that it's not nearly as dark or as bad as they think it is. And, and she was trying and I'm, but I'm, I'm bulletproof. I mean, I'm impervious to it because I know I've lived with myself for 53 years. All right. I'm, I'm in this dark cloud and when it shows up, I know what's going on. And so I wrote her and I said, look, you're so cool for trying to help me. And I appreciate it. But I, I didn't, I don't want to drag you into something that's been a lifelong battle. I've, I've fought and, uh, and again, you're very kind, but I, I have a hate for myself that is always on simmer. And if I ever talk about it at length, certainly if I talk about it with somebody that brings it to a fucking raging boil, because the very fact that I had to reveal that much of how much I don't like myself or I don't care for myself to another person and they're trying to help. And I'm like, man, can't help. Can't help. If I can't help myself, you can't help. If I can't help myself, you can't fucking help. And then you grow to resent the person who's just trying to make you feel better or help you. And that's not their fault. And, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I resented those people for trying to help. Now I recognize what they're doing and I thank them, but I also have to assure them that I've been through this. And the only one who can drag myself out of the morass is myself. And, and I'm glad I have all of you to lean on. I'm glad I have people close to me and people far away who care. And I apologize if I let you down this week. Again, we're late. Um, we're four days late this fucking time, you know, cause I want to be out on Thursdays. We've been two days late. Now we're four days fucking late. And, and, and that's not good. Please don't ever think that I take for granted that you will always be here because I do not. If anything, it's quite the opposite. I live in total fucking fear that you will fucking bail because I did something wrong. Um, that's rooted in childhood behavior and how I grew up and all those fucking things. And look, 
don't make me bust out any of the books that I've thumbed through that I was supposed to read. Don't let me give Shannon a 10 minute spot on the show to explain why my fucking head doesn't work. By the way, I haven't seen Shannon since the germ. Uh, February. I think February is the last time I saw her. And, uh, and you know what? I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fucking great. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt comedy.com. You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. I'm also at Instagram and Snapchat at Mike four zero Y O B. Why wouldn't you find me there? Mike four zero Y O B at Instagram and Snapchat. And I think it's also my name on TikTok, which I haven't even opened yet. And the fucking thing's going to get shut down now or sold to whomever, whatever the fuck. Bill Gates is buying it so he can track me with a microchip in my forehead. What the fuck? Who cares? Exactly. Where am I going that they give a fuck about? Uh, I told you that a couple weeks ago. Bill Gates doesn't give a fuck that you had to stop for fucking shake and bake. Um, so there you go. All those exist. Instagram and Snapchat, Mike40YOB. TikTok, Mike40YOB. Uh, and then Twitter and every other goddamn place you can find me there. Uh, our friend Ryan Dirks is the web stuff for this show. Thank you, Ryan. You're the coolest. I appreciate it. Go to find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Uh, our buddy KC does the YouTube uploads. Thank you, KC. I appreciate you stepping up. Hope you and Andrea are doing well. And our buddy David Max Hernandez is the king. You know him. He's the fucking man. He does all the music and all of the artwork for this show. Super great. Uh, fantastic guy. Renaissance man. Probably the most creative and talented person I've ever met in my life. And uh, he's just he's just so goddamn good. So go find him. Facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez. You can find him there. And uh, and while you're there, you'll be able to look at a bunch of artwork he's done for my page or for the West Side 86 Jokers page, which is the fan club for this show, uh, which, yes, that's right. This show that now came out on a Monday has a fan club and don't think I don't appreciate it every goddamn minute. Thank you all for still caring. Um, but David does the artwork for that. He does artwork for his page. He does my Facebook, uh, cover photo. I think it's called and the timeline photo. I think, um, he does all the YouTube artwork. He's just, he's just, uh, he's just so great. And he, and he's been very kind. He does music and and every other thing he does for this fucking show. Um, but if you go to his facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, become his friend. He's got his own cult on Facebook, a closed group called this is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb. You can join that, check out memes that he's created, all sorts of artwork that he's done of of, uh, Wombats and Christopher Hitchens and every other fucking person. I think he's got an Andrew Sullivan that he created, possibly. (laughs) That would would be to fight with the Christopher Hitchens. Um, So he's got all of that. So if you want to join that, you want to go, well, first become his friend, facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez, and then you'll find the, this is dumb, that's dumb, I'm dumb, you're dumb, whatever the fuck. You'll go ahead and send him a note. He'll send you some questions. He answered those, and then you jump in. Yay. And then you're part of the group. Uh, and you explore all the memes and have fun with everybody who's on there. Like I said, he does all the music for this show. He does all the artwork for this show. Uh, if you want him to do artwork for you, he can do that. Uh, I'll tell you about that in just a second. But first of all, let's talk about his podcast. What the fuck? You're goddamn right. Uh, the man has stepped out 
from behind the shadows, from behind the curtain, pay no attention to that. That was the problem. Nobody was paying attention to the man behind the curtain. And he said, fuck that. Time to get some attention. So he stepped out, did a podcast of his own, the Flem Cat podcast, available now in the iTunes store or the Apple podcast space, whatever you want to call it. Flem, P-H-L-E-G-M, Cat, C-A-T, podcast. The Flem Cat podcast. Uh, David Hernandez's uh, trip through his mind, a trip to the mind of David Mex Hernandez. Go ahead and find it now. The Flem Cat podcast. Amazing work. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, and I, I literally I reached out. I was talking to a listener today. Again, people were very kind to me today, checking how I was. And this guy said, this podcast is uh, it's very different. And I said, yeah, man, it's totally different from me. You know, I, I wind up talking, but Dave's, you know, he's he's so creative. He's got so many ideas. And and then the guy goes, no, I mean, it's different from any podcast that I listen to. And I said, that's fucking amazing. That, that literally, I'm sure that's, that's a home run I mean, for him to hear something like that. That's great. So I will, I will use that as a tagline, courtesy of blind Scott, go listen to the Flem cat podcast. It is unlike any other podcast you will ever listen to. And, uh, and it is just fucking hitting home runs every week. Go listen to our buddy, David. And like I said, he does all the artwork for this show. In addition to the artwork for his pages and his podcast, but you can see it. If you go to be his friend at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez, you become his friend and then you get access to his photos. You can take a look around. There's folders for the timeline photos he did for me. There's photos. Uh, I should say the, you know, the actual representation of the paintings he's done. Uh, he's just fucking incredible. And you want to see that stuff and he can do that for you. What? Why? Yes. If you're thinking to yourself, well, could he do my Facebook caricature? He could. Could he paint a picture of my, my, my gerbil and put it in my foyer? Yes, of course he can fill your, fill your gerbil. Fill, no, fill your gerbil. No, fill your foyer with paintings of gerbils, courtesy of our friend, David. Uh, you can see the examples there he has on Facebook, or you can go to his website. Did you know that? That's right. The man has a website that has all sorts of different kinds of artwork. Cause here's the thing. You can see some artwork, on Facebook, you can see the stuff that he's done for the Joker's page, stuff he's done for uh, for my page, stuff he's done for the this is dumb, that's dumb, I'm dumb, you're dumb page, and also the stuff he's done just for his own goddamn page. He's a meme maker, he's a scene taker, he's a joker, a smoker, and a midnight toker, and you definitely want to get him to do some work for you. So you can also go to his website and check out the different styles of artwork he has on there. What? Yes, that's right. It exists. What you need to do right now, well, maybe not right now, Okay, right now, we waited a couple of seconds. I wanted to get you to catch your breath. And you want to go ahead and visit his website at artbydmh.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com. You're listening to The 40-Year-Old Boy. And coming up next, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hassan Pfefferliana Dixon. First, there was Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. Then the sequel, The Captain and the Kid. Now Bernie Taupin and Sir Elton John proudly present the long-awaited completion of the trilogy, Spaghetti and the Lupus Ghost. Hey, kids, hope that you were ready, but I'll tell you something about this crazy cat spaghetti. His partner got a wicked rash up on his face. Ooh, he's a phantom with a mouth ulcer hovering in Spaghetti and the lupus ghost Oh, the weird and wonderful The lupus ghost is swollen notes Spaghetti is the boss of tomato sauce You know we like it when the car explodes Spaghetti and the 
Amanda. Sponsors, we've got them. Uh, <laughs> sponsors, inexplicably, yes. Whether the show comes out on a Thursday, a Saturday, or a Monday, it turns out there are people who like to support the show and, and do so monetarily, and it makes me very happy. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Uh, stepping out of your comfort zones of paying big corporations and keeping it indie with your good friend, Mike Schmidt. Uh, we might have to have a talk about that next week, but, uh, that's for next week. <laughs> we'll see. I'm waiting, waiting to hear back from somebody and that's cryptic. And I'm going to leave it that way. Our good friend, fearful Jesuit and the paranoid strain podcast, you know, they're sponsors of this goddamn show. They step up. They go ahead and make sure that everything is taken care of on my end. They reach out and again, he reached out this week is when I wasn't uh, yapping on, on time. Nice of him to look out for me. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Fearful. Um, if you go right now to the paranoid strain in the Apple podcast space or in the iTunes store or wherever you get fantastic podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to the show, please. It's fantastic The you know, he had the recap episode and i think right now still there's just the seven minute interstitial episode which explains uh the new format coming for the show in the coming weeks uh a possible switch to bi-weekly possibly an occasional weekly episode possibly a daily episode possibly every 12 hours twice daily an episode who knows i mean he's got a lot to say this guy I don't know how long we can keep him in the closet saying it, but fearful Jesuit will say everything he can say. And look, it's not like he's ever going to run out of fucking material. As I've mentioned, these Q fucks are swallowing the world. So why the fuck wouldn't our man go ahead and have a fucking bunch of stuff to talk about? So, uh, so go download right now. The, like I said, the seven minute interstitial, and he'll explain to you better than I have exactly what's to come. But if you just want to go ahead and marinate in the past, subscribe to the show and download all the old ones and listen to those because they're fucking amazing in detail. You know, that's a guy who never has to worry about having stuff to say. Like I said, he's got he's got, you know, John F. Kennedy's brain is missing and fucking chemtrails and 5G assholes. I mean, all that shit's out there. He's always going to have that stuff to talk about me. You know, we're, we're, my, my, my life ended. So what am I going to talk about? I, what am I, what if I do? What if I steal this conspiracy stuff? Oh, what if that's the conspiracy? I've let him sponsor me so long that I've listened to him so much. I've become a conspiracy expert and I produce a conspiracy podcast to compete with his conspiracy podcast. Ooh. Uh, and I'll, I'll call mine, uh, the paranoid grain. Ooh, which I think as we all know, that's barley. Barley is the most paranoid grain of all. Uh, <laughs> all right, look. The Paranoid Strain is a podcast. It's available right now in the iTunes store slash Apple podcast space. Download it now. Listen to the interstitial. Get ready for the coming onslaught of shows bi-weekly, individually, weekly, possibly daily. Who the fuck knows? I don't want to put him. Uh, I don't want to put him on a thing. He can't go ahead and perform. But why not? Why wouldn't I do that? That's who I am. I like to throw pressure at people. At people who cannot handle pressure. Um... When you go there, paranoid, you don't. So here you are in your face and your Peter Pan advice. I don't know if I, I, I might have the words wrong. That's not a song I know. I know you cannot handle pressure. I know that. Uh, I probably know a little of every Billy Joel song, I'm going to guess. Um, but I'm on the down Easter Alexa. That's a great song. That's a fantastic song. I'll fight you. And other people are like, Billy Joel is corny. And you know what I say to that? Don't go changing to try and please me. All right. Why is Joel permeating my brain? I couldn't tell you. Talk to the colored rocks. Here's our friend, Paranoid Strain host, 
fearful Jesuit to tell you more about his show. What if he was? What if he was here? I can't. I have no closet. All right. The Paranoid Strain is a podcast. It's It sponsors this show. It's fantastic. Interstitial is available now. Old episodes are available now. Go and please leave a review in the iTunes store telling them you love the show. Uh, write him a note. The Paranoid Strain at gmail.com. The Paranoid Strain at gmail.com. He's also got a Facebook group, facebook.com slash The Paranoid Strain. I believe it's the slash The Paranoid Strain. Am I right? Let's double check. Let's do that while we're talking here, folks. Why not? I'm going to go ahead. Oh, you can't hear me typing, can you? Because it's very, oh, there's The Paranoid Strain. Uh, it is. Let's check here. Let's click this. Uh, no, he does not have a, a name, but if you go to just put in the paranoid strain, you'll find the public group. You'll see the famous eyeball staring at you and you can go ahead and sign up and become a friend there on Facebook if you want. Um, but fearful Jesuit is a great friend and a better podcaster. And uh, we're all better for having him in our lives and doing this show. And I'm glad that he sponsors my show. So go ahead and download it right now in the iTunes store slash Apple podcast space. The paranoid strain available now. Write a review. Tell him you love it. Our friend Rob Matsushita, of course, has his show available at YouTube. Uh, it's youtube.com slash stay home 2020. That's right. YouTube.com slash stay home 2020. Uh, there's eight episodes. What are you saying to yourself? Is there a ninth episode coming? You're goddamn right. There is. This episode is uh, three interconnected stories all revolving around the same stage play. You can go check it out right now at youtube.com slash stay home 2020. Rob is the king. He writes all the scripts. He has all the people. He casts them all, all these amazing things. Uh, and you want him in your life. You want to go ahead and have him on board and you want to go ahead and go ahead and check out this channel. Go subscribe youtube.com slash stay home two zero two zero. That's youtube.com slash stay home 2020. It's available for you, right? Available, available. I can't talk. It's available for you to go check out right now. Why wouldn't you do that? Well, cause you're listening to me, of course. So don't leave yet. Please don't go. Babe, please don't go. Battle little down. Babe, please don't go. Battle little now. Please don't go down to the YouTube. Got to listen to me. Oh, don't don't go. Uh, oh boy. Uh, did you know that I'm on Cameo? I am. Get this. I'm on fucking Cameo, baby. Uh, bookcameo.com is what you can look at on your laptop, or you can just download it to your phone. Cameo, the app. Hire me to do all sorts of cool ass stuff, like our good friend Kevin did this week. Uh, I didn't want to say it live again. Kevin had me talk to a sex worker for him because why not? He loves her and he wants her to know that. And that's fine. I'm willing to do it. She's been enthused. And I mean, I've done this like three or four times already. And she always seems to be very kind and nice. And she enjoys getting the messages, which makes me happy. Um, but at the same time, you know, you got to avoid being creepy talking to some young girl who takes her clothes off on the internet. So I'm like, duh, hi, duh. It's Mike again. Duh. Um, but I will not do that for you. When I talk to your aunt, I will not talk about her vagina at all. I promise. Unless something you specify, <laughs> you're like, please call my aunt and talk about her vagina. I can do this. If this is what your aunt favors, if this is what she wants, if this is how your family works it on Thanksgiving, uh, this is our tradition. We make a Turkey. We sit around, we all unbutton our pants, just one button because our stomachs are engorged with Thanksgiving food. And then we break out the cell phone and we gather around for chatting with my aunts, uh, not with, but about my aunt's vagina with a stranger. Oh, please put me on that list. I want to talk about your aunt's fucking whap. That's what I want to talk about, baby. Get me on board to talk about your aunt's fucking whap. Swipe my nose in it like a credit card. Let's fucking do this. Um, all right. So the cameo app exists. Hire me to talk to anybody you like about anything you want. Look at that. That's how it works. And I do it. I just did one for our friend, Rachel. 
Uh, she enjoyed it. She said so on my Facebook page. It was fucking hers got out of control. Hers was like 20 minutes. And I'm like, what are you doing, dummy? Nobody wants to watch you for 20 minutes. But, you know, and, and, and again, this is the fucking idiot who tells you, oh, I tried to sit down and do a show and it just wasn't fucking. And then I do a 20 minute cameo for somebody. What a fuck neck. But still, uh, I wanted to do it because Rachel's special. She's been around forever. So I'm glad that she 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 dug it. Made me happy. Um, and also, uh, Kevin had me do it for his sex working friend. So, uh, look, you can do it, too. Whether you have just a friend or a sex working friend or an aunt with a chatty vagina, please hire me to do a cameo. I will talk to any and all of those people at length, at fucking length. Cameo uh, is available on your phone as an app or you can go to bookcameo.com and look me up. And you can actually watch all my old cameos too if you've got really nothing to do. So why wouldn't you do that? Uh, We have a Patreon page. I feel... It's weird asking for your support when the show's so fucking late this week, but uh, but if you can do it again, if you're going to support the show, now is the time. Do you remember the time we lost Amazon? Do you remember the time Jeff Bezos said no more? Remember the time? Uh, well, that's now. <laughs> it's not hard for you to remember that time. So please become a patron of Patreon. Wouldn't you want to do that? I think you would. If you want to support the show, there's a couple of ways, as I've mentioned. Oh, you know what? I should tell you. Uh, fuck. Well, let's talk about Patreon. Patreon page exists. Patreon.com slash Mike40YOB. Yeah. Or just put in Mike Schmidt Patreon. You'll find me there. You can become a patron. That'd be cool. A monthly donation is always uh, appreciated. Um, or if you go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com in the upper right hand corner, there's a little Schmitty on there. It says donate. Click on that. And you can send me something via PayPal, whether you subscribe monthly like some of our friends have done for years and years, or whether you send a one-time donation, like, oh my God, our good friend Philip did this week. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't know what I've done to deserve Philip, but I sit here staring right now at a bag of his lozenges that I'm going to have to choke down after Johnny Lawn Care fucked my throat up, but I don't care. That's why I'm willing to take those chances for you. That's why I can do a Chewy or a Johnny Lawn Care or, or a Mario Andretti. It's because I know I have a bag of sour apple lozenges that I can go ahead and soothe my throat with, courtesy of our friend Philip, who sent them to me for Christmas one year. Thank you, Philip. You're an amazing person. Philip's actually out here by me now. He's in Palm Springs. It's 175 degrees outside. The man still wears a mask because he understands that he has a responsibility to those around him. He and his partner are out there fucking living it up, and I appreciate him. I'm happy to have him in my life. And he goes ahead and sends me a donation this week, which was ridiculous and unheard of. And yet so, so appreciated. And yes, necessary as they all are these days. I wish I could go. Ah, that's not necessary. Guess what? Oh my God. Is it necessary? You're nice to think of me, Philip. Love you, buddy. Appreciate you. Go ahead and take care of the show. Uh, and I hope Palm Springs is treating you well. He just relocated there. So, uh, he just relocated or he relocated. Where do you put that accent on relocated or on relocated with the loke? Do you, do you like a re or a loke? What if you do this? He relocated. Maybe we do that. No, we don't. That's not at awkward. He re. I would. What do I know? I'm going to say it normally and see what I normally say. Oh, uh, we're going to relocate. Yeah, it's reloc relocate. Maybe I I put it on Kate. Boy, that word is a conundrum. <laughs> that word. That's a turducken of words. Is it relocate, relocate, or relocate? I don't know. Can't decide. It's up to you. I go. Let's go to the phones. Philip, thank you so much for thinking of me. I appreciate it. You can be like Philip. You can click on the little PayPal Schmitty uh, there on the on MikeSchmidtComedy.com and send some dough. And I'd appreciate it very much this week that I didn't do my job right. And I ask for money like a fucking scumbag. Hey, look at me. I'm terrible. All right. 
Um, we got a YouTube channel. In addition, we got a Patreon page. We got the donation page. We got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the 40 year old boy. Go ahead and check it out. Nothing new on there yet, except for podcasts, but Oh, well, I'll tell you what plans are brewing. Shut up. But hopefully soon, uh, that exists. And we have our Twitch channel. That's very important. Did you know this? Uh, we got a Twitch channel out there where I'm streaming eh, five times a week. It seems, and I'm out there doing stuff where I'm playing games, sometimes puzzles, sometimes samurai, I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can folks. I'm playing Twitch. I'm engaging people on the air. They look at me and I go, hi, how are you? And they talk in the stream and I talk back. It's a lovely time. Our friend Kiki is there. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you'll never, ever leave from beside me. Cause I want you and I need you and I'm down for you always. So I sing that to her in the stream and then she puts up little musical notes. It makes me very happy. We have rituals. Our buddy Jeremy comes in there. He's a gift sub guy. He's fucking amazing. And then he crushes all of us at trivia. I think it's the only reason he gives out gift subs because he wants to salve our wounds from getting fucking blown out of the goddamn water because of fucking trivia. Guy comes in like a helicopter. The rest of us are Vic Morrow. He's a trivia helicopter. We're all Vic Morrow and our heads wind up getting severed off into the fucking ditch. Don't cut my head off with your trivia knowledge, Herbal. Uh, all right. So. Thank you to everybody who comes to the Twitch channel and hangs out when I'm streaming. You can do the same, folks. Don't you want to go ahead and join? Don't you want to be part of the people who watch me play games and engage with me on the stream and watch me eat weird chips? Yes, you do. So go ahead and do it. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. That's right. Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. Go ahead and follow and subscribe and then check me out. Watch the old clips if you if you got all that time. Jesus Christ. What, do I think you have nothing to do? Uh, perhaps go watch my old cameos. Watch my old stuff on the, on the Twitch channel. Oh, just fill yourself up with me. Just consume me through the eyes, through the mouth. Take me in like droplets you shouldn't to keep the germ out of your life. Just go ahead and let me penetrate your protective fucking shield. That's why I'm here. Uh, so please do those things, right? Go ahead and give stuff to the show and then go ahead and subscribe to Twitch and YouTube and every other goddamn thing. Wouldn't you do that? Because it's you guys that drive this show. You guys are the special people. I talked last week. You know what? I talked last week about a bunch of people who sent me stuff for my birthday and you're amazing. Everybody was so great and fun. Um, and I'm always kind of surprised at, at the lengths people will go to, which makes me very happy. Because look, again, I've been in a lot of a lot of your lives for 12 years. Like a lot of you have been around for the entire 12. I'm sure this is the week you bailed, but still, some of you have had me in your life for quite a while. And uh, and it's like our friend uh, David, who has a little Schmitty tattoo on his calf, like his entire calf is little Schmitty. Um, that's astonishing to me that it inspires that kind of action or loyalty or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Just the very fact that David Kemp has been with this show for so long and he, and he has a little Schmitty tattoo that I know he it's one of those things where you're like, Oh Jesus Christ. I hope he never regrets that. And I'm like, nah, he's never going to fucking regret that because it's fucking badass artwork. And he got a great version of it. There's the thing because Max does amazing work, but he actually got a tattoo artist to make it look fucking perfect. It looks just like little Schmitty. It's so good. So that, that kind of stuff is phenomenal to me. And, and so now I'm going to tell you the story about another thing that's happening. Um, I've talked about our friend Ash on here before. Uh, she's lovely and talented, certainly. She just got married. She's uh, married to Sid, and, and they're in Arizona where it's far too fucking hot. But, uh, but this weekend, uh, first of all, Ash has informed me a couple of weeks ago um, she is with child. That's right. She's got a youngster in her, in her baby house, well, in her belly. Oh, fuck. I'm not going to get into anatomy with you guys. She's got a baby in her stomach. 
So that's fine. And that's awesome, right? Congratulations to her. Congratulations to Sid. Um, and so she's, you know, she sent me, you know, all these notes and she's like, oh my God, I'm pregnant. And I'm so happy. She's excited. Uh, and then this weekend, uh, she sent me a video and I didn't, you know, I, I, you know, I was in a dark weekend, so I didn't watch it until this morning. And so I watched the video and it's of her. She's popping a balloon and the balloon pops and all sorts of pink stuff falls out. Like pink glitter is all over the place. Right. So it is what it was. It was a gender reveal party for their baby, for her and Sid's baby. So it's just a small clip from the party. She had a bunch of people looking. They're socially distanced with masks. They're on the fucking patio. It's Arizona. They're trying to stay alive. But um, but they're young people with their whole lives ahead of them. And they have a baby coming. And I'm incredibly grateful to be a part of it and to be included in in getting even the video that she thought of me. So she sent the video. So I replied today. And I was like, that's amazing. Uh, congratulations to the three of you. Your little girl is going to be so loved, hoping nothing but love for your entire family. And, uh, and she wrote me and she wrote me back and she said, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you by the way, bomb pop stuck. That's probably going to be your nickname for the rest of her life. And I said, wait a minute. Are you serious? That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. No way. She says, yep, I started calling her Bomb Pop as soon as I found out she was a girl. And now that's what everyone calls her. And she said, I'm sorry for stealing your name. Ha ha. And I said, man, no apologies. You stole nothing. I am honored. And uh, and I truly am, man. I mean, whether it's Dave inking little Schmitty on his calf or now Ash having a little girl that she's going to call Bomb Pop. And I mean, I I just, I can't even... Again, that was that was just bored out of my ridiculous head that I was going to have babies. Named, if you're new, I was going to have babies and I was going to name them Bomb Pop and Chinese Rick. That was my first two kids. I was going to have Bomb Pop and Chinese Rick. And uh, and Max actually did amazing artwork once of Bomb Pop and Chinese Rick. I didn't think he captioned it. He just painted Bomb Pop and Chinese Rick as an explosion of id. And people were like, no, no words needed. They knew exactly who it was. Uh, and eventually it branched out to where I was also going to have... Uh, uh, Little Stevie Tomatoes and uh, Mustache Pete. There were other there were certainly other babies that were mentioned when I may have been betrothed or involved with other people in the past. The twins, Gretchen and Ginger, were involved. None of that matters. The original two, the base of the pyramid, were always bomb pop and Chinese Rick. And look, I'm not having any kids. I'm 53. I'm fucking old. No young person even wants to look at me, let alone fucking bang me. And that's and that's fine. That's the way it should be. Because, uh, I mean, I can't even imagine how disgusting it would be for some 28-year-old to be like, I got to fuck that guy. No, you don't. You could not be less interested. Please don't pretend. Unless they wanted me to give them a surrogate Chinese Rick or something like that, which would be fine. And I would certainly consider that. But no bomb pop. Bomb pop's off the table. I'm not having a kid. And I, even if I do now, I can't go bomb pop because it belongs to Ash and Sid forever and ever. Their daughter bomb pop will live forever. And look, I know it's not going to be the real name, the legal name. It's the nickname. That's fine. And that's enough. That's enough for me. Granted, I would have gone the extra mile because I'm a psychopath. I would have had it on the birth certificate. It would have been bomb pop Schmidt. That would have been fine. Or, or, or Chinese Rick Schmidt. Why not? But bomb pop, the very, the very fact that she said that that's going to stick and that she's been calling her bomb pop and her family's like on board, like, okay, yeah, bomb pop. Can't wait for bomb pop to show up. Dudes, do you know how happy that makes me? 
And, th- and that's the kind of thing where, again, dark week, dark weekend, sitting here going, man, nobody cares. Nobody fucking wants to hear from me. Nobody gives a flying fuck what I got to say or whatever the fuck. And then I get this video, which I, again, I had Saturday and I would have helped me if I would have watched it then, but I watched it today and I realized I was like, holy fuck. There's people who listen. There's people who care. There's people who are on board with this. There are people who are like, yeah, no, definitely dude. whatever the fuck you say. I'm listening. I'm on board. And it just, it, it means something. And I know this sounds ridiculous and I don't mean to be jerking off for you guys right now, but, but sometimes this, like I said, it feels like dropping feathers off of a skyscraper and you don't know where they're going to fucking land and nobody's ever going to see them or find them again. When I throw out fucking genius stuff and I'm like, man, did anybody hear that? Did anybody get that? My buddy Justin wrote me a couple weeks ago or last week, and he's just like, hey, man, that stuff about Jason Robards on the podcast was hilarious. And I'm like, see, finally, somebody heard it. My buddy Jason does the recaps. It's like I, I always I convince myself nobody's out there. I convince myself nobody's listening. But then I got to look on my phone. I've got a photo of David Kemp's leg on my phone, which is fucking weird, but it doesn't matter. It's got little Schmitty on the calf. Now I've got a video of Ash with Bomb Pops fucking gender reveal party. I... I am so overjoyed to be a part of your lives. I am so happy to be included in everything or anything that you guys do going forward. And I'm so happy that you found me 12 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago or fucking yesterday. And you've made me anybody who donates any part of their time, anybody who's listened or laughed to anything I've ever said. You're the reason I do this. And I have to tell myself that I find ways to tell myself that. And then I find ways to talk myself out of that. And it's the weirdest fucking battle. When I'm in the turtle bowl, I stare at the colored rocks. The divers got fucking nothing to say. And I'm ready to fucking hammer myself over and over. Nobody fucking cares. Bullshit. You care. Everybody cares. You fucking care. Everybody cares. I know this. I just have to manifest it. I have to make it real. I have to make sure I believe it every goddamn day because I know it's the fucking truth. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for saving me from myself. Thank you for always being there with a hand outstretched as I go under for the third time. Thank you for there being there with a rope or a fucking ladder or whatever the fuck I need to drag me out of the morass. Uh, I don't always grab it, but it's good to know that it's fucking there. That's the most important thing is to know that it's always there. But the thing is, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, oh, I don't want to reach out. I don't want to go. I can't find out. Fuck that, man. If people are reaching out for you, grab it. Take a hand. Get pulled out of the fucking surf, man. Realize that people want to keep you from drowning in your own nonsense. And I'm so proud and happy and honored that there are people like David and people like Ash and people like Fearful and people like Rob and people like Scott and everybody who reached out to me and Mary Beth and Keith, everybody, everybody who's reached out. Thank you. It's fucking amazing that you didn't care enough to go ahead and a guy you've never met, a dude you've never met. Thank you.
Podcast. Podcast.